1: Now, for the last couple of weeks, we have been introducing you to some extraordinary British Columbians, right? For our last segment today, we want to introduce you to someone who is woven into the fabric of BC history. I mean, her family history is embedded in the history of our province. Shirley Chan's great-grandfather came to Canada for the gold rush and did everything from working on our railways to running a business in Vancouver's Chinatown. Her parents helped create the Strathcona Property Owners and Tenants Association, helped with that so important fight to stop a freeway from running right through our city. Shirley's been a CEO, a volunteer. She's worked everywhere in the community, which is her passion. So let's say good morning to Shirley Chan, the CEO of Building Opportunities with Business Intercity. City Society. Shirley, thank you for being here. Good morning, me. Thank you so much for inviting me. You do so much work in the community, Shirley. What keeps you going? What keeps you passionate about that?
0: It's the importance of giving back, the importance of knowing you belong, because uh, as immigrants to Canada, my family many generations ago now, I really believe that this was going to be their home and this was the place that would matter and so I think that that was instilled in me.
1: It really was like did you learn lessons from your grandparents did they talk about what it was like did your parents talk about what it was like being here back then?
0: Um, More stories came from my mother than from my grandmother who tended to be quiet and my father of course died early, so uh, we didn't get as many stories from him. But mother was a natural-born storyteller anyway, and so she would talk about what it was like to teach Chinese or take the bus out to New Westminster or working um, in a fish cannery and, uh, um, you know, how my grandfather, her dad, um, had a farm and sold vegetables door-to-door, and my great-grandfather's stories about being expropriated for um, Port of Vancouver Harbor development. And with the $500 he got, he was able to bring his son to Canada because there was, of course, the Chinese Exclusion Act, and then the Chinese, I mean, that was later, but we, we had the head tax at that point.
1: Right, to see, and that's, those are all parts of our history that we know. So, when it was time for you to kind of start getting involved and, and getting to work, what was important to you? How did you look for ways to make a difference?
0: Well, I thought at one point that I wanted to be a teacher, but then life took its own course, and I had the opportunity to work with um, the province newspaper, and then I was given an opportunity to work on a national task force on public participation. So I I found that my career um, moved into the federal system, uh, but also, more importantly, I did most of my most meaningful work locally, uh, working for the community, working on behalf of the Strathcona Property Owners and Tenants Association, and then uh, working for the city of Vancouver uh, when, when our legal advisor, Mike Harcourt, uh, became mayor.
1: Does the work ever end, Shirley? Because like, I look at the things that you're still doing and it doesn't seem like the work ever ends.
0: Well, there's always more to be done and, you know, things come back at us. I mean, the fight uh, fight against the freeway in the 60s um, and trying to save Chinatown then uh, has become a new fight to try and save Chinatown as as we see Chinatowns across North America declining and uh, the need to bring them back. In a way that will preserve our history and preserve what's important uh, culturally to not just the people of Chinese ancestry but to the whole city because Chinatown is very much part of Vancouver. And then, of course, you know, with my daughter's illness, um, I became involved in a whole new kind of fight, right? So, the fighting for. Uh, destigmatization of persons with serious mental illness, trying to clean up the asylum that are, is currently on our streets because of shutting down of of institutions that used to serve and protect them too as uh, because it, they came under fire. And so we let people out onto the streets without adequate support. And we don't treat people with a brain disorder called mental illness the same way we would treat someone with Alzheimer's.
1: And so, yeah, the fight goes on for you. You talked about originally with the Strathcona, you know, Property Owners Association back then and Chinatown, the fight to save Chinatown in 1968. There was a real realization, I think, of how important Chinatown was. But do we forget, do you think, surely as time goes on, we, we kind of take some neighborhoods for granted?
0: Um, I think you're quite right there. We do take neighborhoods for granted and we assume they'll always be there for us. And yet, you know, when you go down to different neighborhoods in our city, we see that they are evolving and some of them are in decline. And so if we uh, look at Chinatown, there is a historic part of Chinatown. We have many Chinatowns. That's one of the problems with the historic Chinatown is that you don't have to go there to eat. You don't have to go there to shop. You can go to Richmond or Maple Ridge or, you know, South uh, Victoria and uh, enjoy many of the similar Um, shopping and eating experiences, but what you don't have is the history and the connection and the roots that Vancouver's downtown Chinatown has.
1: And so what do you think of the fight right now to kind of revitalize Chinatown?
0: Oh, I have to credit the Vancouver Chinatown Foundation and the leadership of Carol Lee uh, for what's evolving there, trying to serve the people of the neighborhood, that's the Chinese seniors, but also those who are living on the streets, to build a health clinic, to to build rental housing, to build uh, social housing uh, with uh, government in order to make sure that people are housed, because you know homelessness is really bad for business. And what we need to do is take care of our people, and it's cheaper to take care of our people than to leave them out there on the streets and needing emergency services all the time. Uh, so I think that people like Carol Lee are to be commended and to be cheered, and thank- thankfully our some of our governments are beginning to recognize it.
1: You made an interesting point there. There, you said it is cheaper in the long run to take care of people than it is to leave them out on the street. Though, have we reached that point where we realize that yet?
0: Well, the statistics and the numbers and the evidence shows it, but we don't seem to act on it. And uh, we know there's a big bill involved. But then, um, we, you know, for every dollar spent, I think we can save at least uh, five dollars. Um, certainly, that is true of prevention of violent crime. You spend a dollar in prevention and you save at least seven and evidence shows also that in some communities it's
1: $35. What do you still want to work on Shirley when you look at time and you think okay this is these are my projects for the years ahead what's high on your priority list?
0: I think that it's really important to try and get the most vulnerable in our communities looked after and taken care of and supported and providing them with the different options that they might need to succeed in life so that we don't waste their lives, um, which is one of the things that's happening. And um, the other thing that I really want to do is probably find a little quiet time to write a few memoirs.
1: Really? Okay, so you, you have a long list of things that you've still got going on here
0: oh yeah there's it doesn't end it's a there's a never ending list.
1: <laughs> it surely seems that way, Shirley, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate that
0: thank you take care. I really appreciate your time, Jimmy. And um, yeah, delightful to talk to
1: you. Well, we appreciate your time and all the work that you have done. That is Shirley Chan. Shirley is the CEO of Building Opportunities with the Business Inner City Society. But you want to know what a lifetime of history and community passion looks like? It is Shirley Chan, and she is one of our extraordinary British Columbians.